0: Welcome to the Dynasty Underground Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Derek Womack, and full disclosure, this episode is happening, this is the inaugural episode of the podcast, and it's happening in the midst of the 2020 COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. Maybe a terrible time to start a podcast, maybe a perfect time because I'm sure a lot of people are stuck at home, um, trying to figure out what to do with their day, trying to fill out time. So I decided I might as well just, might as well just go for it. Um, this is a dynasty show. We have the draft coming up, hopefully Um, So I just kind of wanted to start by talking about some of the incoming running backs, namely Jonathan Taylor. It might not sound interesting because everybody loves Jonathan Taylor. Nobody doesn't love Jonathan Taylor. Um, And don't get me wrong, I liked Jonathan Taylor. I always liked Jonathan Taylor um i mean this isn't me saying i've been scouting the dude since high school that's not true but i mean when you once he bursted onto the scene at wisconsin i was like okay yeah i like this dude um and it was pretty clear the entire 2019 college football season that he was going to be the rb1 in rookie drafts Um, and then he went out in the combine and just smashed the 40 yard dash of 4.3940 and 98th percentile 40 time for running backs and at 510 226 pounds a 99th percentile speed score oh my god (laughs) that just it doesn't happen very often and here's what's exciting about it um because i'm sure derrick henry's speed score Because he's, I mean, Derrick Henry's fast. It might take him a minute to get going. Uh, But because he's so big, maybe, let's see. So his speed score is 97th percentile. But here's why I don't like the Derrick Henry comparison with Jonathan Taylor. Now, I realize Jonathan Taylor isn't Christian McCaffrey. dude. I get it. But we just saw Leonard Fournette get 100 targets. I think it was 100 targets in 2019. And I don't, nobody thinks Leonard Fournette is Christian McCaffrey either. But he's plenty capable of catching screen passes, catching dump-offs. Um, I heard an interesting stat. I think it was Rich Rebar um, on the Breakout Finder podcast. that said he had 100 targets. And like 19 total air yards or something. So, uh, anyways, no, so nobody is, um, confusing Jonathan Taylor with Christian McCaffrey. You know, the, the comparisons more align with the Derrick Henry archetype, but I want to point something out. And here's why I'm talking about Jonathan Taylor in the first place. I know it doesn't seem interesting for me to get on here and tout Jonathan Taylor because everybody's, he's a, he's a smash. He's a slam dunk. The, the angle I'm coming at this from is I am almost trying, I'm almost doing whatever it takes to acquire Jonathan Taylor in dynasty. Um, for instance, in my main dynasty league, I do it's a one quarterback league. I do not have a pick until the 12th pick of the 3rd round. Um I'm really thinking I have Dalvin Cook on that roster. If I had to, I would I would rather have Jonathan Taylor. Even pre-NFL draft, I would rather have Jonathan Taylor, than Dalvin Cook. Um, I'm going to try to see if I can get... I'm going to try to see if I can trade Dalvin Cook and get the first overall pick plus, you know, a little little extra cheddar cheese. And let me tell you why. And like I said, I'm going to bring back Derrick Henry because that's, you know, everybody is speaking as if Jonathan Taylor is, you know, the between-the-tackles grinder archetype. Um, And that's fine. Let's look at Derrick Henry's target share, college target share, 3.8%, 14th percentile. Now, here's what's exciting. When I saw this, and this is when I started gushing over Jonathan Taylor, because to me... Jonathan Taylor is more the next Leonard Fournette, but better. Because I don't know if anybody remembers, Leonard Fournette had, even though he didn't necessarily catch a bunch of passes in college, it's because LSU didn't throw a whole lot of passes, but he actually had an 11.9% 85th percentile target share yes Leonard Fournette had an 85th percentile target share and there are people obviously that knew it and they weren't surprised that Leonard Fournette caught a bunch of passes in 2019 and here's why I'm excited about Jonathan Taylor is he had a 10.3 76th percentile Target share. Jonathan Taylor at 510, 226 pounds, 43940, had a 76 percentile target share in the Wisconsin offense. So no, maybe he didn't catch a whole lot of passes in pure counting numbers. But I mean he had a huge share. I shouldn't say huge, I guess, but he had a remarkable, a nominal share of the passing volume in that offense. They just probably didn't throw the ball a whole lot. So this isn't me trying to be the first one to tout Jonathan Taylor. Nobody was the first one to tout Jonathan Taylor. This is me basically saying outside of outside of Saquon Barkley outside of Christian McCaffrey um maybe Ezekiel Elliott outside of those three guys I'm trying to acquire the 101 plus like I said Dalvin Cook Derrick Henry Joe Mixon um I don't know. I don't want to say Alvin Kamara, but... I mean, you get the gist. If I can get... If I can get the 101 plus for Dalvin Cook, I'm going to do it. He has everything. And he's only 21 years old. 21.2 years old. The 93rd percentile college dominator like that 76th percentile target share is everything that opens up the possibility of him catching, you know, 50 passes in a season. If Jonathan Taylor is catching 50 passes in an NFL season, he's what? Top four, top, top five fantasy running back for sure. I mean, with that speed score, are you kidding me? So, this isn't me, like I said, trying to be the first one out there touting Jonathan Taylor. This is me saying, basically, do whatever you can to to go out there and get him. Um, Some of the other guys... Coming up, oh, yeah, that's that's enough Jonathan Taylor talk. Um, um, so, so some of the other running backs: J.K. Dobbins, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, why am I drawing a blank right now? Uh, Cam Akers, Dude, I really like Cam Akers. Um, obviously, it's going to. Um, obviously it's going to depend on where these guys land. Uh, Deandre Swift. Like I said, we got the receivers in there. Jerry, Judy, CD Lamb. but I'm kind of focusing on running backs. Um, for me personally, I think, I think my next, uh, my RB two, is probably going to be either J.K. Dobbins or Cam Akers. The reason I say that, the reason it, for me it's not DeAndre Swift, the J.K. Dobbins weighed in at 209 pounds. DeAndre Swift, okay, 212 pounds. I was thinking he was lighter than that for some reason. Oh my gosh, please tell me I'm not getting someone mixed up with Cam Akers. Please tell me you're not. Okay, 217 pounds for Cam Akers. Okay, so I, I've got some reshuffling to do. Uh, 510, 217 pounds, 447.40 for Cam Akers. 78th percentile uh, college target share. I mean, I can regurgitate the fact that he had all that production uh, with a bad offensive line. I'm not going to do it. Here's why I have him ranked above, like, the likes of J.K. Dobbins. I mean, he's heavier than J.K. Acres is heavier than J.K. Dobbins, and he caught more he was a bigger part of the passing game i mean that's that's everything especially in a PPR a half PPR world being a bigger part of the passing game is everything now granted these rankings are subject to change based off of you know draft position but like I said, I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's counting stats we need to look at. I think it's uh market share. DeAndre Swift, seventy-fifth percentile college target share. That's great, dude. That's uh it's so like like I said, compared to what did I say, fifty-fourth for JK Dobbins. So for me it really goes Cam Akers, uh seventy eighth percentile college target share. Two hundred and seventeen pounds. He's the heaviest out of the next three. If you're saying like if you're wondering why I'm just excluding Clyde Edwards Hilaire out of this conversation. I mean I'll gladly I'll gladly elaborate. We're talking two hundred and seven pounds and a 4640, it's below average, and especially at 207 pounds, it's a 36th percentile speed score. And even though he caught a bunch of passes, I mean it's a 76th percentile target share. That's great. That's fantastic. But acres was 78. Um, Swift was 74. So they're all right there, even though. Edwards Hilaire might have, I mean, the, the more more counting stats, you know, he might have had more volume based on the style of offense they ran. But for me, it's Akers at 217 pounds and it's Dobbins at 212 pounds. Um, I realize Edwards Hilaire at 207, Dobbins, five pound difference isn't really that much. Uh, I mean, probably not, but let's say these guys, you know, add some muscle, maybe add a little bit of weight, you know, with, I I don't don't dislike Edwards Hilaire. My, in single quarterback leagues, I'm probably drafting five running backs in the first five picks before I go CeeDee Lamb at number six yes i said cd lamb as the first wide receiver off the board over jerry judy if for no other reason than the fact that i live in norman oklahoma and i've watched the dude play several times but we're not talking about wide receivers on this episode we are talking about running backs uh but like i said so obviously it's jonathan taylor at one for me right now it's Cam Akers at two. But we really have to. What we really have to do is just. Um, we have to try to figure out landing spots for these players. Like there's so many. There's so many running backs. There's not very many spots, dude. Um, I think it's good for these rookies that Melvin Gordon signed with the Broncos because I don't think the Broncos were necessarily thought of as a um, an ideal landing spot for one of these rookies. So Melvin Gordon moving from the Chargers to the Broncos didn't really... I mean, it didn't soak up one of these spots, and it actually created a role on the, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers roster um so we really have to try to find I mean where these spots like where these guys can even go um obviously most of them aren't gonna go in the first round they'll go in the second um so let's just let's run down the list see let's let's try to predict. Um, where, where we think these guys can go, um, the Redskins, I don't see taking running back the Lions at three. I mean, I I don't think running backs are going to just going to go early. Honestly, I think we're going to have to get all the way down. Good Lord to, oh my gosh. Surely the Bills – no, I can't see the Bills drafting Jonathan Taylor. I don't think that would be a bad spot for him, honestly. Um, Oh, my gosh. What are the odds the Dolphins go Jonathan Taylor at 26 overall? The Seattle Seahawks. I've heard rumors the Seattle Seahawks could – Take a running back, but another one in the first round. I just don't see it. I kind of don't think a running back is going to go in the first round, dude. Maybe 32 to the Chiefs. If Jonathan Taylor gets drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs with that 76th percentile, I think I said 76th, with that 76th percentile college target share. I mean, he's probably my RB three for Dynasty, and I mean at that point, I think he's close enough to Saquon that I'm probably offering Saquon for Jonathan Taylor plus because I don't think the production is going to be that bad. I don't think the difference in production, like I'm not nobody's gonna be surprised if Jonathan Taylor especially if he lands on the Chiefs is the RB2 next year. I don't I wouldn't be anyways. Um Oh my gosh, there's just Like like I said, there's probably a big five running back. There's Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, JK Dobbins, Clyde edwards hilaire for me in that order. I think the ideal landing spots for these players Honestly, 43rd overall to Chicago, yeah, it, w- it might not be great because I think Chicago would still, I don't see it happening. This isn't a prediction, but I just don't think David Montgomery is good. Um, Arizona, here's an interesting one. Pick 39, the Miami Dolphins. What would that be, the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th? Seventh pick in the second round. That's probably my Jonathan Taylor prediction at which point he's not my RB three anymore. He's still high up there, but um, I can't see it there. Tampa Bay at 45 overall is very interesting. Um, that's That's another smash spot for running back in my opinion. Um, I think they might like Ronald Jones enough to not draft a running back this early. So here's an interesting one. The Pittsburgh Steelers at 49 overall. That's I feel pretty confident in Pittsburgh drafting a running back at number 49, especially if Jonathan Taylor is on the board. Um, I mean, I guess San Francisco could take him at 31 overall. I mean, they don't have a whole lot of holes in their game, they have so many running backs. Um, I don't know their contract situations, um, as far as like Mostert and Wilson and Breda go. Um... I think the earliest one of these guys, I think, I mean, Taylor's obviously going to be the first one off the board. I think the earliest he's going to go is 31. I think it's more likely that it's 39 to Miami. Um, And if it's me drafting and I'm Chicago. If I'm looking at running back, I'm taking Cam Akers there. But I don't think they will. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay would be a great spot. If Tampa Bay drafts Cam Akers, he is my smash RB2 for the draft. Um, I think if Tampa Bay drafts Acres or Swift. They're my smash RB2s. Either one. Uh, Pittsburgh, same thing. I mean, let's say Akers goes to Tampa Bay and Swift goes to Pittsburgh. Then it goes Taylor, um, Akers, Swift, in my opinion which leaves Dobbins and Edwards-Hilaire. And at that point, I, th- I, th- I feel really similarly about those two players. So it's landing spot dependent. Um, maybe... I mean, at this point, just looking at it... I mean, one of them could go to Kansas City... With the 60, 63rd overall pick, I still wouldn't put them over um, those other three guys: Taylor Swift and Dobbins, or not Dobbins, Acres. Um, I would put them. I would put them as RB four. If if either one, edwards Hilaire or Dobbins, went to Kansas City, I'd have them as my RB four. And then let's say let's say the chargers early round three, take the other one, I would feel fairly confident about them being my fifth overall pick in the draft. Although I could see the chargers because they have a pass catching running back, so I could see them waiting until maybe trading down. Maybe a little bit later. Um, they don't have any picks later in the third round. Doesn't look like. Um, who's that dude? Is it A.J. Dillon? I can see the Chargers taking a um, an A.J. Dillon type. You know, because they've got their shifty pass catcher in... Um, Austin Eckler taking a six foot 247 pound four, five, three 40 running back would be a great compliment. Um, 32nd percentile target share. So he, you know, 5%, 5.9% target share. So not heavily active in the passing game. It's a great compliment. Um, you know, Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen type situation where both running backs, like I said, Dylan and Eckler both could be comfortably used um, fantasy options, RB twos. I'm going to wrap this thing up. Um, I could, like I said, I could talk about Jonathan Taylor. Once I started doing digging, not even digging. I just I scratched the surface with the 76th percentile uh, college target share and just lost my mind. Um, I'm not in position currently in any of my Dynasty Leagues to get him, but in one of them, for sure, at least one of my Dynasty Leagues, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get him before before rookie drafts at least hopefully before the NFL draft but for sure before rookie drafts um i said so right now for me and these are this is this is assuming best case landing spot like for me it's you know it's all the teams i laid out but best case landing spot this this is assuming each running back goes to their best case out of the top five for me it's jonathan taylor one it is cam Akers with his 78th percentile college target share number two deandre swift at 212 pounds 44840 4, 75th percentile target market share RB3. Um, and then JK Dobbins and Clyde Edwards Hilaire, they're so similar to me. Um, I think I would give the edge to Edwards Hilaire. I don't know. It it really stinks that Dobbins didn't run the forty in the combine. I think all accounts I think I mean I think anybody betting on it would say he's fast. I'm gonna I'm gonna put Dobbins at R B four and Edwards Hilaire at R B five. Um And then assuming A.J. Dillon gets drafted, you know, to a place like the Chargers. He'll be my RB6. I didn't talk about him a whole lot. Um, I'll get into him at some point. But, I mean, I hit the big stuff, you know, 247 pounds. um, Pretty fast. I mean, really fast for that size. So, landing in what I think should be an okay offense um like i said uh what should be an okay offense i think rb6 sounds about right for aj dillon if like i said if these players land in all those spots um until next time i will be talking wide receivers This has been the Dynasty Underground Fantasy Football Podcast. I have been Derek Womack. I will catch y'all on the flip-flop.